everybody, I'm Gloria Moraga. This is the Political Woman Podcast. Please subscribe. Please watch my videos on YouTube, TikTok, and subscribe there. Subscribe here. Subscribe everywhere. And leave your support. It's Tuesday, January 16th, and we still don't have a federal budget for 2024. On this vote, the yeas are 68, the nays are 13. Three-fifths of the senators duly chosen and sworn having voted in the affirm affirmative. The motion is agreed to. Now, the United States Senate took steps today to extend the two-budget deadline. The problem is not in the Senate. The problem is in the House. There was a short, kind of a phony House session today, but there was no real work because the majority of House members took a day off. A snow day off. All right, to be fair, flights were delayed, and Washington, D.C. is not a snow city. I worked there for 10 years, and a, a little snow sends everyone into a tizzy. And if the snow sticks, I mean, if it starts accumulating on the ground, oh my God, everything gets canceled. We're not... <laughs> like a Midwest city or even a Northeastern city where snow is dealt with and managed, not in Washington, D.C. And so the snow day. And still, snow or no snow, the budget deadline is on Friday. And the House, I should say the MAGAs in the House, are not happy with the Speaker or the budget deal he brokered with Senate Democratic leader Charles Schumer. So expect some fireworks on Wednesday and threats of another government shutdown. But the Senate is doing its part, and we shall see what we shall see. I'll give you an update. Now, in this podcast episode, I had planned to write kind of a longer piece on the Trump E. Jean Carroll sexual assault defamation case. But I'm going to give you just a quick overview and save a longer recap for tomorrow because I believe it's expected that E. Jean Carroll is going to testify tomorrow, Wednesday. And I just read online that Trump is also expected to be in attendance. Now, they were both in the courtroom today. Trump sat behind Eugene Carroll, but they never really faced each other and they never really looked at each other. And in fact, as he was leaving at the noon break, they passed each other, but her back was to him. So that was written about today, and Trump has been warned by the judge not to do or say certain things, but none of that has stopped him from tweeting or posting on his social media site horrible still lies about Eugene Carroll, and that's what he's in trouble for. And he just doesn't learn, and then he whines and complains that everyone's out to get him. Today in court, a jury was selected, and the judge made it clear that Trump has already been found guilty of sexually assaulting and defaming writer Eugene Carroll. He read aloud about the assault and what Trump had said once 
the jury was seated. So that's part of it. But also part of it is the fact that the district judge, U.S. District Judge Lewis F. Kaplan, is taking the security of jurors seriously. Because that's the world we live in now, thanks to Donald Trump. And yes, I'm blaming it right, putting it at his feet. And I took this next little segment that I'm going to read from Politico. And Politico writes, Politico reporter Erica Orden tweeted Tuesday that Kaplan instructed his jury that it was to be an anonymous jury, meaning no one, meaning other jurors, reporters, attorneys, and even Judge Kaplan would know their names. He also suggested members of the jury that they refer to each other using assumed names, and he laid out highly detailed instructions for their safe transportation to and from the courtroom every day. And this is a quote, the jurors will be transported to court each day by gathering at certain meeting spots where they will be driven to court and brought in via underground, via underground garage, Kaplan says. He also instructed jurors not to tell anyone, including family, that they were serving on this case. This is where we live and how we live now, thanks to Donald Trump. And the judge mentioned this is going to be required by him because of the attacks that Trump repeatedly made on Allison Greenfield, a law clerk for Judge Arthur Engeron in another case. At one point, Trump published a link to her personal Instagram account, and that led to both Greenfield, the clerk, and the judge getting inundated with death threats from Trump supporters. The deluge of threats resulted in Ingeron imposing a gag order on the ex-president aimed at preventing him from attacking court staff. Although Ingeron exempted himself and New York Attorney General Letitia James from the gag order. So that's why the judge in the E. Jean Carroll case is going to have an anonymous jury. And once again, I'll tell you, this is just a repeat, that this trial is only to determine how much Trump will have to pay E. Jean Carroll in damages. During the jury selection process, Judge Kaplan told prospective jurors that Trump was already liable for both sexual abuse and defamation with actual malice, and all the jurors agree to that and know that. Whoosh, man. These are troubled times we live in, my friends. These are scary unbelievable times and it's difficult to just believe that one man causes so much damage to people but he does and he has enablers everywhere including in Iowa.
finally, I'm going to close with Iowa. It's over. Thank God. I said this yesterday. I was going to spend the bulk of this podcast after I wanted to hold off on writing, saying too much about Eugene Carroll. I wanted to just, I was going to read this op-ed piece that was in the Washington Post today. It knocked my socks off and I wanted to share it with you, my listeners. The piece is called, quote, The Last Remnants of the Republican Party Died in Iowa. As I said, it, it was in the Washington Post. It was written by one of my favorite writers, Dana Milbank. He is brilliant. It's brilliant. I read it. I laughed. I read it and I cried. I read it and I was scared. My jaw dropped a couple of times. And that's when you know it's it's a good piece. So I'm probably going to just do an extra piece tomorrow or I'll do this tomorrow and then I will give you the Eugene Carroll testimony depending on what she says and how that goes. Trump's lawyer, this Hava woman who seems totally incompetent, honestly, where does he get these people? She just seems so incompetent. She kind of inferred today that Eugene Carroll liked all the attention she's getting. You know, so what what now? This is what we're saying now, that women like to be sexually assaulted because they like the, the attention. They like to be lied about. And Eugene Carroll's attorney responded, or I, I heard this on one of the shows, that Eugene Carroll has to sleep with a loaded weapon under her pillow because of death threats, of death threats from all these Trump trolls. And it's another disgusting part of what this man, how he soils everything that he touches. So Iowa. I said yesterday that I love Iowa. (laughs) Or I always thought I loved Iowa. After reading some of the stories coming out of Iowa, and their love of Trump, I'm not so sure, but I took a step back and statistics show that half of registered Republicans did not vote for Trump. They didn't want to be a part of this process. They're they're not going to vote Republican. It's just, I don't know, the media just seems to skew everything. They skewed the coverage of Iowa. But I'll tell you why throughout my childhood and throughout my life, and my adult life, all, all my life, I held Iowa as a special place. And here's why. Musicals. <laughs> musicals. Musical theater. I love musical theater. And the music man. The Music Man, the second song in the film starring Robert Preston. He sings it, or it's the song occurs when the Music Man arrives in River City, Iowa. Here's a clip. You are in Iowa. 
Iowa. Well, at least now I know how to pronounce it. I always thought you folks preferred Iowa. We do. Well, he just said Iowa. We say it now and then, but we don't like anybody else to. We are from, from Iowa. I know. Well, you folks certainly do know how to make a body feel at home. Oh, there's nothing halfway about the Iowa way to treat you when we treat you, which we may not do at all. There's an Iowa kind, a special chip on the shoulder, attitude we've never been without. That we recall. We can be cold as the cold winter monitor in December if you ask about the weather in July. We're so by God stubborn we can stand touching noses for a week at a time and never see eye to eye. But what the heck? You're welcome. Join us at the picnic. You can't eat your fill of all the food you bring yourself. You really ought to give Iowa a try. Provided you were contrary. Okay. Uh, it's not my favorite song in the film, but... I just love Robert Preston. I love the music, man. And that, you know, it's set in Iowa. It's set in River City, Iowa. Oh, we got trouble, my friends. Oh, we got trouble right here in River City. I mean, I just... All right. And the second film that is set in Iowa is State Fair. It, this is one of my favorite movies. It's from 1945. It stars Jeannie Crane and Dana Andrews. And this is Vivian Blaine and Cass singing the Iowa song near the end of the movie. Oh, I know, all I owe, I owe, I owe, I owe, I owe, all I owe, and I know why. I am Iowa born and bred, and on Iowa corn I'm fed, not to mention her barley, wheat, and rye. Strawberry jam and her pie. That's right. I owe Iowa more than anyone should owe. So I think I'll start in Owen, Idaho. All together. All right, who doesn't love Iowa just for the songs and the music alone and the people? Real Americans, real down to earth. I love America, Americans. That's how I envision Iowa. Not as MAGA, Trump-loving, throwing democracy in the dustpan, denying that Joe Biden won the election when he definitely did Iowa. I prefer the musical theater version of Iowa. And frankly, musicals have ruined drama and art for me in many ways. I hate sad endings. I want a musical theater happy ending. I want the music to swell up. I want the leading man and the leading woman to kiss. And I want a happy ending. And it would be nice if the political world were like that. It isn't. And we have a happy ending for America. And I still have faith. I have hope that 
we're going to have a good ending for this political election year. We have to share, we have to talk about what's going on in our country. And I'll leave you with a little bit of music. I don't want to violate any rules. And I will just say, please prepare to vote. Please be ready for this year. I'll post tomorrow. Be safe and enjoy the songs. Right here in River City. With a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. We surely got trouble. Right here in River City. Gotta figure out a way to keep the young ones moral after school. Oh, we got trouble, trouble, trouble. Right here in River City with a capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool.